Hey, 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 you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the How To Girl Podcast. It's your host, it's your girl, that's me. My name's Eliana, and welcome back to the show. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to get over being a people pleaser. I don't think there's a one-step-fixes-all solution to people-pleasing, but I do believe having self-awareness about yourself and why you may people-please or where that comes from I believe that gives you power to release some of those tendencies. So I don't know. I'm just going to kind of share a little bit of my journey as being a people pleaser, some mindsets I've adopted in the process of that. I also have some great affirmations for y'all to lean back on in case you ever need them in moments where you're like, oh my God, like I feel guilty for, you know, saying no to this person or like whatever. We'll get into the deets later on today's episode, but that's what today's episode is going to be about. So I hope you stick around. Be sure to rate the show five stars because you know I love you when you do. And if you already have, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You guys are amazing. Oh, also you guys, a little podcast update. The show has hit over 7,000 episode downloads. Woo! Woo-woo! And that is all thanks to y'all. So thank you so freaking much. You guys rock and I truly do this because of the community. So I appreciate you guys so much. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Since we last talked, I don't really have that many life updates. I feel like I'm in a season of life right now where I am really focused on inner reflection. And then also I feel like God in the universe is doing a lot of rearranging in terms of people who are in my life or places I'm being placed in. So anyways, life has just been pretty boring. I cannot lie to y'all. But like I said, I think I mentioned this on previous episodes, I have been trying to discover and find new hobbies. So I started going to an adult hip hop dance class. So that's really fun. I've been enjoying that. And then I also started recently volunteering with a golden retriever rescue organization so i will get to socialize and hang out with the dogs so i'm super excited about that but that starts a little later on but aside from that i've just been kind of focused in on work i will say i guess one small update i can give y'all is lately i haven't been feeling as much imposter syndrome as i typically do when it comes to my job and i don't know if that it probably actually comes from a lot of reasons. One of them being, you know, I'm not as new to my job anymore. Like I have a few months under my belt, so I have consistency to back me up. But I think the other aspects of that come from just more like personal reasons. But yeah, that's been kind of nice and a bit of a relief for me because, you know, I think when I started my job, I actually, I can 1000% say this, when I can't even say I think I actually know when I started my job I just had this like constant looming anxiety that I wasn't supposed to be there like this was a mistake like they kind of just like got the wrong girl and I just happened to be hired for this role although like I'm more than qualified for it and I and I knew that when I was interviewing for it I was like oh my god like I'd be perfect for this job um and I definitely think like, obviously there's always work to be done so I don't want to call myself perfect but like I felt pretty good about it so it's not like I didn't instinctually feel that but like I just constantly felt like oh my god they're gonna fire me they're gonna realize like this is not the girl 
that they should have hired for this position and it was just like this constant looming anxiety that one day they were going to be like oh we don't need her anymore and you know what that that could still very much still happen um but you know bright side it's less of that constant anxiety and now it's just more sporadic you know I still feel that way often but not as often as I used to feel so that is a win in my books so I'm gonna take it oh another thing actually okay take it back maybe I do have some life updates <laughs> it's my ADHD here because shining through y'all um I low-key have been blowing up on TikTok for my astrology videos I wouldn't say like blowing blowing up but I will say like my astrology content does far better than any content I put out on the internet. So anyways, if you want to go learn some new things about astrology, feel free to follow me on TikTok. It's just at helloeliana1. Anyways, but yeah, that's some life updates. That's what's going on, y'all. And uh, hopefully by the time I record another episode, whether that's next week or the week after, you know, I'm like, yeah, it's every Tuesday. I post every Tuesday. And then life happens and it just doesn't play out that way. So most likely it'll be every other Tuesday. So hopefully by the next Tuesday that I post after this episode, I'll have some more exciting things going on. But I'm not going to lie. Actually, I'm not going to say that because I think that part of my universal lesson right now is enjoying where I'm at right now. So I think the things I just mentioned are really exciting and I'm trying to enjoy the season of life I'm in, even if it's not quote-unquote the most traditional exciting things but yeah I'm trying to love where I am right now so that is what's going on in my life right now wait actually I have one more life update I went to my first EDM festival this past weekend and you guys it was so much fun especially for it being my first EDM festival slash show I mean I feel like I've been to small EDM shows but nothing on a festival of the set that my friend Rachel and I were most excited to see was Flume. I've been a longtime Flume lover. I feel like I was more into them 2016 to 2018. Yeah, I feel like those were my prime years as a Flume listener. But honestly, I think what was so cool about Flume set specifically is not only was he performing and he had his setup, but I really liked that he brought out the girl who sings on, I think, honestly, most of his tracks. So it was kind of cool. Like you got to see like a live concert, but also, you know, the whole DJ set experience. As you guys can tell, probably by my wide vocabulary, I'm such an EDM girly. Like I really know really know what I'm talking about. No, it really was a great show though. It was, and it was, he had a great set. They all, everybody who performed had a great set. Chris Lake, really awesome set actually. I didn't realize how many songs he helped produce until he was playing them during his set. And I was like, oh, like, I love this song or, oh, I've heard this from another artist, but I didn't realize he was on the track too. So anyways, yeah, it was just a fun experience. 10 out of 10. Okay, let's get into our episode. Like I mentioned, today's episode is all about people-pleasing. Why are we people-pleasers? Why do we do what we do? I wish I had all the answers for you, but I do have some possible theories. I feel like a lot of us struggle with people-pleasing because it stems from a place within us that has some serious guilt wounds that need to be addressed. So I feel like a lot of us were conditioned as children to feel bad about having certain needs and we were told to put those needs aside or maybe you're someone whose parents told you that your needs don't need to be taken care of or that the need that you're expressing that you needed someone to validate wasn't worth validating 
Whatever the situation, however that may look for you, this could be a possible reason why you have such a hard time saying no. And by the way, this is all from research I've gathered and information I've pulled for this episode. So a lot of this is my opinion, but also it's with it's with intention and reason. So like I'm very strategic in the information I pull. So, you know, take as you will, leave what you don't resonate with and yeah. Anyways, getting back into our episode here. This is for my people who stay friends with people out of obligation because you feel bad not being friends with them or you stay in relationships with people who uh, you know not and you know in your core, like let's be real, let's be really real here. You know is not right for you, but you feel bad leaving them because there's this reason and there's that reason or like whatever. Anyways, you guys, you guys, we're dealing with some guilt wounds here. I have another possible scenario for you. Let's say your parents validated all your emotional, physical, mental needs as a child, but maybe you experienced a relationship where you kind of did the person dirty or you realized that you were the toxic partner and you haven't healed that part of yourself or forgave yourself for that. So now you have treated people the way you treated people in the past. And in a way, it's like you're punishing yourself for treating somebody the way you treated them. So you're allowing other people to treat you badly because you think maybe on some subconscious level that you deserve it as like a punishment to yourself. I don't know. You know, this is just a theory that we're going off of. Okay. Okay. I also want to say that I'm not here to shame our parents either because I get it. I feel like my parents did the best they could with the emotional tool set that they had during that time of all of our lives. Okay. Let's talk about some things that may happen when you decide that you want to stop being a people pleaser. So these are some things that you might observe and you're like, oh, is this normal? Like, is this part of the process or am I just like out of line? When you decide that you're no longer going to be a people pleaser, you have to accept that how you want to be perceived to people is just going to naturally change because your energy is changing. And I think for me, I saw this show up the most in breakups. So I would go and develop my own friendships with the family of whoever I was dating at that time. And I saw this happen over time and time again throughout the years where I would so badly still want to be perceived as the girl that they met when I first started dating this person. So I wanted them to love all the things that I loved about myself and that I shared with them. And I look back and I'm like, okay, yeah, like LO was kind of like ego driven. But, you know, I think it was also a lesson for me in itself. And that's why I'm sharing it with you where you know, I had to get over people not liking me for the version of myself that I saw myself in. And that's the thing, like no one, not everybody's going to be able to see you the way you see yourself or the way you want yourself to be perceived. Like they're going to see you through the lens of other people sometimes. And that is kind of out of your control. But it's also totally okay if people don't see you as this magical, wonderful person that you are, because those people just aren't meant for you. And I think it took me a while to learn that, like, I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea, nor should I be. So I think for me, I like to think about it like this. I think of all the bad bitches I know who are in their villain eras. And you just kind of think about it. Like, do you think all of those people who are in those positions got to where they are by being the nice girl in someone's story? No, they didn't. They had to be the villain in someone's story. And sometimes that's just like how it goes. But as long as you're asserting yourself in a strong and confident and kind way, I mean, like, what 
what are they going to argue with, you know? So that's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes you just got to get over people not liking you because it is what it is. But I think the more practice you have in saying no or cutting people out of your life who do not serve you, it gets easier. Something else you might notice is people will be a lot more defensive towards you. Those people will naturally weed themselves out over time. I laugh because I'm also reflecting on things that I have experienced and you know, it's just funny to sit here today and share this advice, but also it's personal to me too. And it's just kind of, it's fun to see the growth. It really is. Um, because these are things I'm talking about that have happened in years past. So I've grown so much as a person and you'll see this too in your life where you'll have a moment where you reflect back. You're like, whoa, like I feel like a whole different person or like, I would never tolerate that now, or I would never be friends with this person. And yeah, it's just, it's funny in that way. But anyways, okay. getting back to our point, y'all. You may stop being invited to places. Your friends may have separate group chats. You might go to family gatherings with your partner and their family members are a lot more defensive towards you and you notice that they're trying to start fights with you. This is because your energy is shifting. Therefore, the relationships around you start changing as well because you are no longer showing up as the person that you once were. You are now making decisions that are more self-loving or or that serve your best interests or your family's best interests or your relationship's best interests. I don't know your scenario, but people will notice. And if there's one thing people love to be, it's a hater. So, you know, just expect it. It's kind of part of the territory. Like I said, it's a part of the process. You got to ruffle some feathers to get in there, okay? Something else you might notice about yourself is you might notice you are over explaining in situations where you're like wait should i even be over explaining this my theory on this is just because people don't know how to meet you where you're at since you've evolved so it's like they're just not used to talking to this version of you because like you're evolving because you're making more self-respecting self-loving decisions for yourself they don't know how to understand you because they can only meet you where they meet themselves So if they're not evolving and growing, they're not going to understand your evolvement and your growth and transformation. And that's something to note here. I am listening back to this audio and I'm like, oh my gosh, I really don't want to scare people into, you know, not wanting to stand up for themselves because they feel like people are going to misunderstand them and the world's going to change. Here's the thing, the people who are growing and evolving right beside you, they're going to accept you and welcome this change and encourage you to do these self-loving things for yourself the people who aren't growing and who aren't evolving and whatnot like those are the people that you're going to have problems with so my best advice to you and this is what i did as well is to remain true to yourself and then let people show you who they are because 10 out of 10 times they will and i also like to think of it like this now that i am reflecting back If anything has consistent friction to it, whether that be a person, a place, an experience, an activity, like whatever that looks like for you, I think that should be something you should be aware of. And it's not necessarily something you're like, oh my gosh, I have to end this, but it also could be worth acknowledging if it's something that brings you, if it adds value to your life, if it's exciting you. So yeah, as you navigate a new territory of not necessarily showing up as a people pleaser or oversharing to people please you will then see the natural shifts in your relationship and it's all okay you know whether that shift is for the better it's for the worse it's all working out in the 
bigger picture of your life. Something that brings me some source of motivation and also a bit of comfort that I'm making the right decision is whenever I'm on TikTok and I'll come across those videos where dating coaches or relationship experts, quote unquote, will stitch videos of men acting poorly either to their wives or girlfriends and you know she'll just like explain explain like the breakdown of why men act the way they are or xyz and here's the thing i think those videos can be extremely toxic however it also brings me comfort from the original video that i'm not settling for people like that or i'll come across videos where they'll talk about like relation not relationship like friendship red flags and I'll think back to the old friendships I had and I'm like oh yeah like I'm grateful that didn't work out because you know I could totally see like she was like that so I you know I don't necessarily want that in my life anymore anyways things like that I think finding comfort and relatability with other people who are on a similar journey as you is also really helpful in terms of validating if you're making the right decision and that's the thing too like the right people in your life will validate the decisions you're making they'll also hold you accountable if you're making poor decisions but ultimately if you're making decisions again like for the better for self-love then they're gonna see that and they're gonna be in support of it but anyways yeah that's just kind of a way to handle and deal with all the change that comes with getting past being a people pleaser As we bring the episode to an end, I want to share with y'all some affirmations I love as a recovering people pleaser. So I'm going to share them with y'all and I think it'd be kind of fun if I repeated them and then y'all repeated them back to yourself or out loud depending on where you are. Um, So yeah, we're going to do it in that format. So all right, here we go. Here we go, everybody. Take a deep breath. Okay, here we go. I take full responsibility for where I'm at today. Okay, your turn. I show up for myself every day. I trust myself to make the best decision for me in that moment. I respect myself. I make respectful decisions. I love myself and I love myself enough to show up for me. That was awesome. I really like that. I already feel zen and relaxed from just that little um, affirmation session. So let me know if y'all like that. I would love to incorporate that into more episodes. And with that, you guys, that concludes today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know I did. As always, feel free to share this episode with a friend, a coworker, a family member, whoever you think would enjoy this episode because, you know, we love to support each other. So if I can repay the favor, let me know. Also, if you want to be friends on social media, feel free to follow the podcast on Instagram and on TikTok. It's at the How To Girl Podcast. And that's where I run my personal account too. So yeah. If you want to be friends, hop on over there and follow each other. Anyways, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the week. Happy Tuesday. And until next time. Bye, guys.